the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday, 800 That is our toll-free number, allamericangold.com is the website, and I'm joined with my partner, Jason Walker, up there in Colorado. And, Jason, I guess uh, we got to talk hurricane uh, heading to Florida right now. It's a Category 3. By this afternoon, it will be a Category 4. And it looks like uh, it's got its eyes possibly set on Tampa and, and you know what? It, it's something I did not know. I thought hurricanes pretty common, obviously, in Florida, but not very common on the west side of Florida. And speaking of Tampa, if that's where this thing ends up, the last time Tampa got a direct hit from a hurricane was 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. Oh yeah, no, that's that's something we were. You talked briefly about that with me this morning, but I didn't hear that specific fact. So you, know, you said seventeen out of the last hundred and twenty have hit the west side. So uh, I guess none of those seventeen hit Tampa, probably. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, and who knows? I'm sure there's some scientific explanation for it, uh, but that's probably uh, a good thing, I guess, for oil and uh, the oil price and whatnot. Obviously, if it had gone. Farther west, uh, you would have had refineries shutting down and things of that nature. But the Tampa area, probably not so good for the reinsurers. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, insurance claims coming out of that area. That's right, Joe. That's right. We'll see. I mean, uh, the insurance companies uh, of the world, they look like they're going to be having trouble with a lot of issues. So if a massive hurricane goes smashing through Florida, that... uh, that could cause a lot more economic stress. Yeah, and then, uh, again, eyes have to be everywhere. Uh, there was three explosions of the gas pipelines, the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. These are the pipelines from Russia into Europe. The biggest one on, on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline Jason, this thing actually registered on the seismic scale uh, of a, a two between a two and a three point oh. Uh, there's almost no doubt this is not a run of the mill leak. Uh, that and there's three different uh, leaks, if you will, uh, a methane cloud now floating uh, in the water. This is just so you know this this pipeline is in the ocean. So it's going through the ocean uh, into into Europe, uh, kind of very similar. Remember when uh, in the Gulf when we that one year that that oil rig blew up, and and we had that oil slick. Well, this is a natural gas slick, and and they're saying pretty much, Jason, this looks to be sabotage uh, on these 
uh, gas pipelines. It's got oil prices up, natural gas prices up, uh, and, and just another one of these things that, you know, when you wake up every day, uh, you just don't know. I mean, today at least, there's no currency collapsing at least right now, uh, but, but definitely some interesting developments heading into winter. No time frame for, for when this is going to be fixed. And, and again, uh, a bad situation seemingly getting worse. Yeah, that's right, Joe. It's uh, a Saturday. It will be October. So as you keep reporting these things, we'll we'll see uh, the direction we're headed. But uh, yeah, uh, once again, it's let, let's see what happens, right? Yeah, and and then when we get back, we're going to talk housing, uh, housing prices dropping rapidly. I'm actually going to, and as we get more information. The housing problem, you know, Jason and I, we may disagree on this one. I, I'm not sure, but I thought housing was going to be okay. You know, there was a lot of different factors. Uh, I'm starting to change my tune on this as yields continue to rise. Uh, obviously, it takes a lot of home buyers out of the market, right? I, you're no longer, hey, I just can't afford a three, four hundred thousand dollar house uh, when I've got to have a, a mortgage of seven percent. I, I just can't afford it. Uh, the, then you factor in now the other big buyer out there, the what I'll call the Wall Street banking firms. Listen, let, let's just say all in. Okay, after everything, right? They gotta, they gotta have realtors. They gotta fix stuff up. They gotta pay taxes. Uh, the, they gotta replace roofs. They gotta replace hot water heaters. If they've got rental properties in Florida, they may have to get all this flood damage and pay the insurance and do all this stuff. Or, do I just wanna buy a, a 10 year note? You know, 10-year note almost yielding 4%. Uh, by the end of the year, Jason, I think we're going to see a 10-year note above 5% and going to get in up to 6%, right? It, it just doesn't make that much sense anymore. <clears throat> That's right, Joe. And it, uh, the way this thing uh, ends up happening, you know, how, how are things going to be priced? Uh, what's what's going to lose what value versus – it's all going to be what loses value versus other assets. Housing going down – Seems logical, Joe, because there's a lot against it. You know, people aren't going to have money. People don't have the um, uh, the money to make payments or just to just to buy things. You know, if you sell your house, do you have enough to to get into the next one? So, so housing prices should go down, Joe. But how drastic will it drop versus other things? Because even though property isn't gold, Joe, it is an asset that has some value behind it. And I think in the end, anything that has Substantial physical value is going to hold some sort of value, though. It's, it's not going to crash all the way. Not like the the, the markets and uh, Bitcoin. When, when we get back, we're going to debate because there's one key factor that will determine what happens to housing. I've got that coming up next. 800-951-0592, gold and silver, basically. Whatever happened yesterday, unhappened today. Uh, gold's up, what, 13 bucks, 14 bucks here, uh, 16.37. Silver up about 20 cents here, 18.60. Uh, the Dow is up a, a couple of hundred points. Uh, and, and just before we get back to housing, Jason talked about October. 
Uh, it appears OPEC is having a meeting on October the 5th. Uh, it looks like OPEC is going to cut oil production by up to a million barrels a day. Uh, and then remember, two weeks after that, uh, the end of the strategic oil reserve, at least we're told that it's the end. Uh, Jason, we could have uh, well over 2 million barrels of oil a day off the market. Uh, OPEC is saying they want oil prices to be well above $90 a barrel. Uh, so just factor that in to everything else uh, that we've been talking about. But housing. So we've got dynamics changing. right? First and foremost, affordability has trained, changed drastically uh, from January to today, right? We, we get that, right? The, you could get a 30-year fix at 3% in January. Right now, I, I think it's 6 8, something like that, right this second, 6 7, 6.8% on a, on a 30-year fix. Got to remember, and that's 20% down and blah, 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 good credit, you know, all that other stuff. So you, you, you're losing buyers there. The other, you know, one of the other big buyers in the market is the investor. And I'm not talking about uh, the guy that's, hey, I've got my, my main residence and I bought a rental property. I'm not talking about that guy. I'm, just, I'm talking about Wall Street. These guys that buy houses by the thousands. Listen, it made a lot of sense when the 10-year note, go back to January. Right? The 10-year note was yielding what? Half a basis point, you know, maybe maybe seven tenths of a percent. Heck, why not go buy houses, rent them out, and and make five or six percent by the time you know after paying all the fees and this and that and blah blah blah. Hey, we're gonna make we're gonna make five six seven percent. Okay, well that sure the heck beats a half of a percent. Well, fast forward. Now all of a sudden, hey, we can make 4 or 5% and not have to do anything. And oh, by the way, uh, the housing prices are starting to fall. The largest drop in history happened this morning with Case Schiller. Uh, it, 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 it fell about almost 2.7, year over year. Now you, a lot of you are like, well, that's not that much. That's true, but if it starts falling 2 or 3% a month, all of a sudden are we looking at 30%? And, and again, I think the key is, and there's a couple of factors, cancellation rates, skyrocketing. Uh, let me give you some numbers. Jacksonville, Florida, 26% of all homes that went under contract got canceled. Las Vegas, 23%. Atlanta, 22.6%. Orlando, 22%. Fort Lauderdale, 21.7%. Phoenix, 21.6%. Tampa, Fort Worth, San Antonio, Houston, all over 20% cancellation rates. But, Jason, here's the, the, the key factor. Price, okay? Price is going to fall. But is it going to collapse? I think that's really uh, the, the argument here. Yeah, prices are going to fall. We're not sure exactly how much. I think we're going to have it uh, fall a lot more than people think. But I think the big factor of whether it's crash or not, layoffs. Do 
the layoffs come. If the layoffs don't come, then I think we're going to have home prices are going to fall, but it's not going to be horrendous. If the layoffs come, Jason, that changes things because then these houses got to get sold, right? They go back to the bank. They, they're, 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 you could see a dramatic drop if layoffs come. Yeah, uh, and I see it coming down some. I, I, I guess I just don't see a, a massive housing crash like in 2008. Uh, there's two reasons. One, uh, there was massive inflation in the 70s, but there, there was no, you know, at least from, I wasn't really paying attention. Obviously, I was a kid, but I didn't hear of, of massive housing price crashes in the 70s because they, I think the inflation inherently e eats up some of the value you lose, at least dollar for dollar. You're probably losing value, but dollar for dollar, you're not losing dollar value. And, and then the other thing is uh, Janet Yellen uh, mentioning in an interview that uh, BlackRock the, the companies, you know, like BlackRock that are swallowing up all the houses across the country should have uh, too big to fail status. Why do I get the feeling that if BlackRock uh, buys up all these houses at extraordinarily high prices, which why are they why are they paying, you know, 20,000, 40,000, 60,000 above asking price to scoop up these properties in the last year? You don't think they're that stupid knowing that things could go the wrong way unless they know something. So I wonder, Joe, that if uh, BlackRock gets too big to fail, they're just going to scoop up all this property knowing that, hey, it looks like a bad buy. It looks like there's going to be a property crash, but this inflation is going to go four, five, six years. This is a great buy. So that's, that's what I'm wondering, Joe. Maybe we have a temporary setback in housing prices, but then it just becomes, <clears throat> can you afford to buy a house? No, go rent. That, that, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, Joe. Oh, I, I agree, absolutely. And I think BlackRock's not dumb. They'll buy at the bottom. They'll be the bottom feeders, whatever that bottom will be. I think, but that's going to be the, the the key factor, right? How far does it fall? I think will de depend on layoffs because the realities are uh, we're probably about one rate hike away. So what, five weeks away from where that ten-year note would now yield about what these companies were making. Uh, renting these properties out. And at that point, it no longer makes sense. Why, why deal with all the hassle when you don't have to hire anybody? You don't have to worry about taxes. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, fixing water heaters or, or what have you or any of that stuff. We just buy a treasury. You know what? Joey was on yesterday. And he said it, hey, listen, call me right now. The Treasury market's looking really good. It's a great place to hang out this morning. Jeff Gunlock says the same thing. Says, hey, I'm starting to buy Treasuries right now. Uh, I, I think it's something that this is another one of these things where, hey, it, it's not a matter. Uh, it, it's just a dollar and cents thing. I, if I can get this much money, right, if I can get 5%, 6%, heaven forbid, more than that, Without any hassle, why go through the the, the 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 whole process of buying homes? Unless, to your point, Jason, you know we know BlackRock has built has been building this war chest. Unless there's a huge price collapse, right? And then they come in and you know, a la try to recreate 2008. I don't. I'm not saying that it's going to be there. All I'm saying is, all of a sudden. It's going to be about layoffs, how bad housing gets. And when you have more money, you can play a longer game, Joe. So let's just say the housing prices go down 25%, which that's that's huge. Uh, if they're going to continue to buy, which I think they will, 
they're just they're just price, they're price factoring it in. We bought it at this level, then it went down. We bought it at that level. Now it's going back up. The inflation is going to push a new built home to, to $550,000 or $650,000. And the, if the inflation continues to go past 2023 and into 2024 and further, Joe, what you would if you know if we just say we would say somebody told us that, you know hey Joe and Jason inflation is going to is going to be uh, let's just say six percent is a good number but you'll but you may even see nine or ten or eleven percent in these numbers in the future it's going to go on till twenty twenty six if you knew that then you're probably going to want to buy a house if you're in the market for a house now you're not going to buy it in twenty twenty six right Joe so I, that's what I'm wondering I'm wondering if BlackRock knows the inflation yeah and listen it's a crappy time to be a buyer because here's the problem. If you don't buy now, rates keep going higher. Yep. So uh, here, here's the problem. You know, uh, even with the quote-unquote biggest drop in history on the Case-Shiller price index, you would have been better off buying a house in obviously January, February, March, April, May, June, July, just because the rise in interest payments is still making that payment greater than the price reduction that you're getting right now. And that's really the big problem. Right, Joe. I mean, I bought my house uh, in 2020 because as soon as coronavirus came ripping through us, I started seeing a lot of reasons why uh, I was renting because that's what I needed to do in 2018. But I was like, you know what, I better do everything I can. I wanted to get into it because there's just there's a lot of constitutional reasons I wanted to have it. But I got that lower rate, and the housing prices were lower. And I didn't expect housing prices to go crazy like they did. Uh, but I've got room now if things go down. And when you talked about treasuries, because if inflation keeps on going, housing is could be a good long-term play. But you're right about treasuries. Robert Kiyosaki, he hates the Fed. He hates central banking. For the first time that I've ever heard him talk, he's buying into treasuries because he's like, well, I'm, a, I'm an investor when I find things that are cheap, I buy. I buy. I buy things when they're depressed and lower. Uh, I don't buy things when they're when they're, the price has gone up because that's you lost all your profit. So yeah, Joe, it's it's it, if yep, if people are buying treasuries, that means the interest rates and and uh, might, and the inflation might be going higher. I want to give you Joey's number here really quick because you need to take care of that stuff. Six zero two nine zero nine nine zero four eight something. Something, it's weird. It, it's complicated. Uh, I, I, man, it, it just sucks right now. I mean, everybody is frozen. Everything is locked up. I don't know what's happening with the Dow right now. The Dow was up two, three hundred points. Uh, it's now getting ready to go negative again. Uh, the, the, the interest rates, uh, just keep getting higher here. Look at this 10 year note. Three nine eight. So getting ready to crest four percent. Italy, the ten-year note approaching five percent. The UK, listen, the UK ten-year note has lost its mind. It's been incredible now, over four and a half percent. Jason, a week ago it was three and a half. Right, right. It's uh... a. <laughs> Joe, they're going to keep raising the rates. That's just the way it is. The inflation is here, and there's nobody that I'm seeing, even in the the, the good you know the good the good fortune uh, market news. You know, they, the 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 stock markets they want it to they want it to be rosy and happy again. They want the, they want those rates to go down. They haven't they haven't gotten rid of the inflation until the, and Joe. It just looks like the Fed really just wants this thing to just slowly grind into a bad spot. They, why not just go up two points? 
Why not go three points like, and, and, and really attack like it? Get it, it over it. with. Rip off the Band-Aid. Uh, hey, bring the Fed's funds rates to 5% and get it over with. Uh, and you're right because this thing becomes more and more entrenched here. Uh, and, and look, I'll use the U.K. as the example. They just can't help it. They're like, oh, my, this is horrible. Look at these people. Uh, they can't heat their homes. They're going to, and, and so let's give them money, right? Let, let's bail them out. Let's pay the power bills. And then all of a sudden, you know what? Let's throw a tax decrease on top of it, right? Let's just start spending money. All of these governments, they've turned into one big giant welfare system and, and and I, it's not just the UK. Every one of these governments, ours included, the second things get a, a choppy, they want to start spending money again. And this is the problem. And, and this is why inflation keeps getting worse. The central bank is trying to take away the money. The governments keep adding to the money. Just broke today. The, the Biden welfare student loan debt thing. Oh, hey, you know what? Our math was a little off. Uh, it's not going to cost three hundred billion. No, it's going to cost four hundred billion. Whoops! Hey, but what's an extra hundred billion? We're just going to throw it on the debt. Yeah, more freebies, more freebies for a select group that they've chosen. I mean, how is how is it uh, for somebody has student loans? It's going to be really hard for them to vote uh, against Biden in the next election or the the Democrats if they're getting free money, right? Yeah, 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 the, and the. Uh, the Dow just went negative. Like I said, I haven't seen any news to, to make that happen, uh, but I'll keep watching. It's been a, a pretty quick turnaround here. Patriot Radio News Hour. Jason and I were coming right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason. Uh, right now, like I said, we, we've got uh, gold and silver up. Uh, Wall Street was up. It's, it's off, well off now. I, I don't know. I haven't seen any uh, big breaking news. I just looked at the currency markets. Uh, the British pound is actually a little higher today. The euro is a little higher today. Uh, so it's not there. Obviously, the bond market yields just keep going higher uh the ecb uh this is the uk central bank i'm sorry not the ecb but the uk central bank came out jason and they just not good uh the the not what the markets wanted to hear uh which has uh the uk bond yields rising even higher uh, but but again, that was already in there, so I'm I'm not sure uh, exactly what has happened. But right now, you got gold up a dozen, sixteen thirty-five. Uh, silver's up about twenty-five cents here, eighteen sixty. Uh, and the Dow right now is up twelve uh, twelve points right now. So we'll we'll keep watching and and to see how all of this plays out. Uh, but uh, I think the the big wild card now is going to be, uh, as all of these rates continue to go higher, what are the effects uh, in the economy? Uh, OPEC looking like they're getting ready to cut oil, so oil is going to remain elevated. Uh, obviously, listen, oil's down, you know, like $78, $79, $80 a barrel. Uh, but even with that, the, the lack of inventory builds leaves it very, very vulnerable 
Uh, the key is going to be job chase. I think that's really going to be the key to everything. I'll, I'll say this. Let me tell you what I've noticed. My wife and I, uh, we were at the uh, supermarket Sunday. And the supermarket where we live, uh, the deli, they have, you know, uh, the hot foods and then the, you know, where you, you get uh, your sliced uh, meats, you know, your turkeys, your hams, your cheeses. And then they've got the pre-made stuff like the potato salad, the macaroni salad. You know what I'm talking about. It's huge. It has been unstaffed for months. Matter of fact, if they did staff it, it was like, hey, we're, we're open uh, till noon today, and it's closed. And, and uh, hot foods, they hadn't made hot foods, I don't know when. Like, you know, the rotisserie chicken, uh, then they have the, you know, you can buy like the chicken strips or uh, the french fries. I mean, that hasn't been open forever. Not only, and we were in there, it was about almost 6 o'clock Sunday night. The deli counter was open. The hot food section uh, was fully uh, full of hot foods, all that stuff. So all these jobs that had been unfilled for months and months and months and months seems like they've been filled now, Jason. And I'm wondering, is this the, okay, are we going to start seeing this slowdown? It hasn't happened yet, but I think that's going to be the key. So you think, do you think there's going to be hot foods in that deli then or no then in the future? Well, I, I think that, put it this way, these were jobs that they couldn't get filled. And I think people have had to get second jobs, third jobs, maybe mom had to go back to work, whatever it may be, in order to pay their bills. And so all these jobs that were in demand, I think, have been filled now. Oh. And, and so I'm <clears throat> just saying... It would appear to me that the job market is going to start softening, and hot foods is going to be available. My point being, uh, people uh, aren't going to be, hey, I'm not doing that job. They're going to take any job they can get. I, I kind of I agree with that logic, uh, definitely. I, I also wonder, Joe, if uh, during the summertime they just don't have a high demand. You know, you, you, got, you got the parents going to work and the kids going to school, then you, you run to the grocery store. And, man, I just got the groceries for this week, but I don't feel like cooking, so you grab yeah, the hot food. Things, so these things were always staffed. I mean, this was a big part of what they do, especially uh, – but to see it – like I said, it was pretty much closed for like a year. I mean, it wasn't – Oh, for a year. Uh, during school. Yeah, and, it was and a long time. And, and uh, I was shocked. I even commented to my wife. I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe it. Right? I, I, was, so, I was so used to it just not being open. Uh, but, but, again – Maybe I just got lucky. Maybe they were only staffing it on the weekends. I don't know, but it was it was a change. Right. Well, it's obvious that they're able to staff it now. That's that. The point is is no matter what the situation, the the point is they can staff it now, which which they didn't do before. So that's that is a change, and that's that's those are the things that Joe and I look at around our normal day to day lives. It sounds weird, right? Who cares about the whether or not they got rotisserie chickens or not? But it it, it matters, it, and not only. Did they have it staffed? There was four people back there. Because, like I said, I mean, this thing's massive. It, it goes on. It's, it's I don't know, uh, 60, 70 feet of between the hot foods, the sliced, uh, the deli meats. Uh, then they have, uh, the pre, you know, the potato salads, the macaroni salads. I mean, you know, the sushi, all that stuff. Uh, and it was all staffed. 
There you go. Well, so uh, you're right, Joe. Oh, who knows? Hey, just little things, right? It may not mean anything, uh, but I think in the grand scheme of things, I think it really, really does uh, mean uh, quite a bit. So we'll have to continue uh, to watch this. But, again, housing now is is something where I'm going to pay a lot of attention to. And here's the sad part. This is the sad part. You can take everything outside of the last, say, two weeks in housing and throw it away. Because we had another huge jump in the mortgage rates. Uh, Two, three weeks ago, you could get a mortgage for under 6%. Now we're talking about mortgages maybe just under 7%. So we've had a whole point move in interest rates on a 30-year fix in less than 30 days, and that's a huge effect on what people can afford, Jason. And when's that next CPI number in October? What what, what day is that coming out? You know what? Let me. I, I will have that for you. On the next segment. On uh, <laughs> the next segment, because that is key. Listen, that number is going to be really really important yep uh the last cpi number we got was not good way hotter than they wanted and especially when they took away well we don't want to count this and we don't want to count that what what the number that core number was was really really hot and and i think that's going to have a a big big impact on what we're going to see which is when the next number comes out which is going to be uh next month here i'll give you the exact date that is going to be critical 800-951-0592 patriot radio news hour joe and jason here uh gold's climbing again here uh 1639 1640 uh silver 1860 uh, the Dow, uh, not much of a bounce here, only up 50 points right now. We'll keep you posted there. CPI comes out on October 13th. The next Fed meeting, November 1st and 2nd. So this will be the only CPI report they get uh, for the next meeting. And, and Jason, I think this will... Uh, really determine are we talking another 75 basis points uh or 50 basis points uh on this next cpi number yeah that's why i I think if we get an 8.5 or higher there's no way it's less than 75 basis points i think if it gets above 8.5 like even gets let's just say it gets to nine it'll be a full point that's that's what i think they'll do joe because and and the problem with the cpi i'm just going to let you know now rent See, they don't track, you know, they, 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 sometimes, you know what, they're their own worst enemy, right? They, they think they're so smart. Uh, they, they got rid of home prices and got rid of that. They actually got rid of rent too. And, and they went to this thing called rent equivalent. And what they like to do is call homeowners that don't have rentals. Okay, think about this. You're a homeowner, you get a call. And, hey, it's the Federal Reserve. Oh, hey, oh, yeah, hey, right? You know, 
usually, usually if they call my phone, click, right? That's what I'm doing, click. But, hey, uh, let me ask you this. What would you pay to rent out your house? Yep. That's what, that's how they come up with, just so people know. That's how they do it. Now, most people, right, especially if they're, you know, hey, I don't really follow anything. I don't, you know, I don't even watch the news. I, I, I sit on my, my, my iPhone. I watch TikTok videos. And I, I, when I drive to work, I got the Bebop station on, right? I, I don't even pay attention. I'm absolutely clueless. They would probably say a number pretty close to what their mortgage payment is. Here's the thing, though. Even the people that are clueless have figured out, wait a minute, rents are crazy right now. And they keep saying, well, I, I, you know, yeah, my mortgage is 2000 a month. I get four grand for my house. And so these, the, the shelter part of the CPI, Jason, has been getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And it has such a big weight on it. It could be, to Jason's point, in theory, we would say, "God, gosh, CPI should start coming down." Uh, but it keep, but it keeps surprising to the upside. And it brings me back to a year ago, because a year ago, remember, I was making fun of the CPI, saying, "Look at it, saying that shelters only up three percent." Right, and we do. Rents were up thirty percent. Housing prices were up thirty percent. They were saying three. Well, Jason, it's starting to catch up with them. Right, and and, and what I'm also looking at, Joe, is is uh, in the the year over year for two years in a row. And I think that, that the reason I think that matters is because uh, we're in that time frame last year, 2021, when the year over year was in the fives for inflation. So it was bad, and 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 the transitory and all that stuff. But when it getting in, it started getting into October, November, December, it got into the sixes, then it got into the sevens, and then into the eights. So if you have a CPI number coming into this next one, and especially the next one, where it stays in the eights or even goes into the nines, over a six percent number from the previous year, over a seven percent from the previous year. If you keep these, if these numbers stay this high, Joe, on top of the previous year's highs. It, it, it shows a much deeper long-term problem. So if they don't get it in the sevens on this next number, Joe, they have to do seven, uh, 75 points at the low end, and if it looks bad, it'll be a full point. I, I, I'll guarantee it. It's, it's, it's going to happen. So, so here you go. You've got a couple of different views, two guys. Uh, they, this is what we do for a living. I'm uh, more pessimistic on housing. Jason is more pessimistic, right? He's worried about, he's not worried about missing to the low side. Jason's saying, hey, I think we're going to miss to the high side. And, and I'm thinking it's 50 basis points. And Jason's like, dude, it could be a whole point. And, and, and again, it just tells you this is, a, this is a difficult time right now. It all depends on inflation number, Joe. All the Fed cares of the, 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 the Fed is the power. No matter how much we like it or dislike it, they control what happens. And if inflation is not uh, completely where it's supposed to be, or, or if it's where they want it to be, that but they don't want it to get out of control. If they want it to be a slow burn, they have to do things to keep it within their control, and that means raising the rates, Joe. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't drop, they have to raise it. They have to, and I, I don't think a half a point is going to do it if it's in the eights. If it's in the sevens. I think Joe is right. It'll go. It'll be a half point, but if it's in the mid eights to, to almost nine, it could be a full point, Joe. Easy. 
Yeah, and that's something where, uh, again, the, the timing of it, none of it's good. Uh, the, the biggest problem is we're starting to see central banks panicking. And, and, and really, uh, not just central banks, governments. Uh, the, the, the most likely thing I see is the start of bank problems emerging from Europe. I just don't see any way out of it. Uh, the energy costs are so high. Now these pipelines just mysteriously exploding. Uh, the, the ability for people to be able to live is going to get very difficult. Uh, the banks uh, trying to bail things out, or the government's trying to bail out people while the banks are trying to raise rates. It's a bad recipe, and, and the problem is who, which, which bank, which major bank is going to be the first one to buckle because that sets off the chain reaction, and if we get that, that's when jobs start really going everywhere. That's what we got to watch out for. Paper Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 uh, $20 gold. Uh, and I'll get this online today. I should have done it yesterday. I apologize. Nineteen ninety-five. So same price as yesterday. Gold's up. Uh, the markets don't care. Uh, once again, the paper, gold, and silver markets uh, are completely irrelevant. Uh, Jason will tell you it's always disheartening every single day now. Uh, the wholesalers sending us the dealers, we're buying, we're buying, we're buying. Now they're calling these special silver offers. Uh, what 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 uh, what they're willing to pay for uh, utility silver, junk silver, all time record high pricing above spot. Uh, Tampa, by the way, looks like it's going to take the brunt of this storm. Uh, but the, probably the third largest wholesaler in the United States is headquartered there. Uh, we've already got all of our stuff out of there. Uh, Brittany took care of that yesterday. Uh, the largest wholesaler in, in the world. They have offices everywhere, all over the world. Uh, but they're headquartered in Texas. And, and Jason, uh, they're sending out emails, three, four, five emails a day. And it doesn't matter. They're buying Old gold. They're buying uh, utility silver. They're buying Morgan mm-hmm. and Peace dollars. Anything they can get their hands on. And it seems like all, all as they do is every three or four days they raise how much they're willing to pay. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm deleting six, seven, eight emails a day to, to keep up because if I don't delete them, uh, the next day is another five or six emails telling us what they're going to buy and at what price. So I got to keep it uh, up to date, right? I got to get rid of the old prices because. Uh, it's it's Which it's just constant. tells me don't be fooled here. So people are buying this like crazy. Obviously, in Europe, sales are off the charts because uh, you know we, we look at it. We're frustrated where gold's at today uh, because we've got the illusion of the strong dollar, but gold is just flying in in the UK, in Europe, in Japan, uh, and, and Jason. It's just a problem. Well, and, and I think there's a lot of big, big players buying. The banks, the central banks are buying it. Countries are buying it. Their governments. Uh, it's kind of like the housing thing, Joe. I, I do believe the housing prices will go down, but these big, big companies are just scooping it up, and, and it seems like a dumb thing to do when prices are going down, but it's hard. It's, it's reverse thinking. You've got to buy stuff when it's down. So if gold is not at the price it should be at, then this is what we call the good old days. 
I got a record. I've been I've been on with Patriot long enough to say I've got a record. In 2018 and early 19, uh, Brian and myself, the, uh, the 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 afternoon show, we said that's the time to buy. It was 12.50 or 13.50 for a 20 dollar Liberty. This was the good old days. Get it while you can. Four years uh, later, we're selling them on sale for 19.95. Now this is the next period of the good old days because in four years, Joe, we're going to sell some of these for four thousand or five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the fear for sure. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow is it, it's negative. It's not a lot. Down about twenty five points here. Uh, we'll keep watching. Not a good sign. Uh, lower lows. Uh, I, I think we we're gonna ex- uh, expect to see lower lows until there's a sign. Uh, Jason, that interest rates are going to stop rising. But right now, all indications are rates are going to keep going up because now all of a sudden we've got the newest wrinkle, which is government starting to spend a lot more money at a time when inflation's already red hot. It's a bad, bad cocktail, if you will. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.